this really wasn't the podcast episode I was planning to record and publish this week. But after the week we've had, it became the only choice. Listen up to hear what made me change direction and create this episode instead. This is the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. I am your host, Lucy Orton. I am the anti-self-sabotage coach and a success and transformation expert. I love all things positive psychology and I transform female purpose-led entrepreneurs from self-sabotaging, procrastinating, imposter syndrome suffering, but very, very talented business owners into the most empowered CEOs who recognize and own that talent and move away from self-sabotage into rock-solid self-belief, supercharged confidence and amazing business success. The Self-Sabotage to Success podcast was created to help women just like you step into your awesome because we so need your voice in the world right now more than ever. I am incredibly grateful to have you here. If you enjoy this episode and the rest of the Self-Sabotage to Success archives, then I'd love to hear from you. You can book a Self-Sabotage breakthrough call using the link in the show notes, and you can also help the positive messages of this podcast reach even more female purpose-led entrepreneurs by leaving me a five-star rating or even better, a review on Apple Podcasts. I am so touched by every message and every review I receive. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy today's show and I'm rooting for you and your purpose-led business always. Hello, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Self-Sabotage to Success. This is not the episode I expected to create this week. In fact, I had another couple that I was expecting to put out for this exact day. But times have got ahead of me and there felt like something I needed to talk about that was really current and that was really important. In all honesty, it's an episode which is a little heavier than my usual episodes of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast because my aim on this is always to empower and uplift you as a female entrepreneur to make you feel like there is so much potential, so much possibility and so much magic available to you if you harness that fantastic mind of yours so that your mindset is actively helping you in your business, in your life and in your thinking and your behaviours and the actions that you take rather than the opposite that your mind is self-sabotaging or erring to the negative or creating issues and stories which hold you back. And all of that is absolutely true. But last week was a difficult one for so many of my listeners, my friends, my clients, my peers, and many, many other women around the world and particularly in the UK where I am based. We started off last week with International Women's Day 
It was an incredibly positive day. I had a personally fantastic day professionally, including hosting a workshop on self-sabotage and radical self-kindness for a fantastic network of women in creative industries called the Sisterhood of Arts. And actually, before I go on to the meat and veg of this episode, I will quickly read out the amazing testimonial that the founder, Holly Miles, gave to me after that workshop. It absolutely made my day, my week. I think it made 2021. And what she wrote was this. I booked Lucy, having listened to her podcast, to lead a workshop on self-sabotage and radical self-kindness for a brand new network of women in the creative industries. Lucy oozes positivity and is abundant with knowledge. When initially discussing my objectives with her, I was instantly confident in her delivering a workshop that would be hugely beneficial for my network. The workshop was slick and insightful, full of interesting facts and imagery, and Lucy herself was engaging and kind and brought every participant on the journey with her. The workshop took place on International Women's Day and spending the hour with her was the most perfect dose of self-kindness. Following the workshop, one participant commented, everyone should have the opportunity to listen to her. I wouldn't hesitate recommending Lucy and her fabulous energy to anyone wanting to feel positive, uplifted and understood. So thank you so much, Holly, for that amazing testimonial. And if any of you listening are in those creative industries and want to be part of a fantastic network of supportive and engaging and creative women like yourselves, then do look up Holly on Instagram and the Sisterhood of Arts, particularly. Holly is also the founder of Be Supreme Limited, which is an awesome charitable organisation connected to dance and hip hop in the southeast London area. Holly and Be Supreme's mission is amazing and all about education, training and development in the arts and in the world of dance. So do check her out. But on to the crux of the show. So we started last week with International Women's Day and I myself had this fantastic, empowering session where I talked to these amazing women and tried my very best to lift them up into that success portion and away from self-sabotage and it was absolutely wonderful. And I saw lots of other amazing initiatives, lots of other workshops, events and awareness activities. So it felt like a really good day. But then the rest of the week unfolded. And we had the example of Meghan Markle talking across the pond about her experiences in the royal family of racism, of the belittling of mental health issues, and about the fact that she reached out for help at a very, very low point and was told no help was to be given. So that was a really difficult conversation for women to hear for the backlash where many people, including prominent journalists, accused Meghan of not telling the truth. This was really difficult for so many of us to hear because as women, often it takes so much courage to reach out for help, as I've talked about before in this podcast, to call out racism or misogyny, that when we experience someone calling those things out and the veracity of those claims being called into question it can be hugely triggering and also encourages people experiencing racism, experiencing mental health issues to keep quiet instead of speaking their truth and instead of attempting to make changes to their lives, they carry on keeping things hidden. 
And this is particularly pertinent for any women of colour. And obviously, this is not an area that I have any experience of. I am white, I have white privilege, and I do not understand the challenges and the difficulties that black women in particular suffer at the hands of not being believed or being told that their issues are lesser than they're explaining them to be. And for many women, these revelations and the backlash that came after them happening so close to International Women's Day was a lot to take on board. It was a lot to bear. But sadly, tragically, that wasn't where the week ended in terms of women's issues in the UK. There was a case of a missing woman, 33-year-old Sarah Everard, and was being followed by many people around the country and possibly globally to hope that she would be found safe and alive after she'd been reported missing days ago, weeks ago. And of course, we know now that the absolute worst happened, the nightmare scenario. Her human remains were found in Kent, not so far from London, where she was found missing. And worse still, that the man arrested and now accused of murdering and abducting her was a serving member of the Metropolitan Police in London. So this has sent shockwaves around the UK. It has led to a movement of women who want to reclaim the streets, who no longer want to live in fear of going out after dark or even in daylight on their own, who have recognised suddenly that for so long as women we have been accustomed to being scared as our normal modus operandi of always having those precautions that we take to go out and about in the world. And that can be keeping our keys in our hands or always texting at either end of a journey of putting the live uh, tracking on our WhatsApp so that people, friends and family waiting for us at home can see us in the taxi cab and know exactly where we are. And it hasn't stopped there. There have been many important and interesting conversations around the fact that we don't hear about so many of these women who are abducted and killed. And we especially don't hear of the black and brown women who don't come home and don't get the press coverage either. So there's been some incredibly important debates. There's also been further backlash in terms of vigils that were held in London at the weekend and where the Metropolitan Police, who within their number have this alleged murderer amongst them, have heavy-handedly broken up vigils that were being held in honour of Sarah Everard and for the wider movement of women who don't feel safe. So it's been incredibly heavy. And the reason that I changed my path with this week's podcast episode was that it can start you questioning, why bother? Why create this progressive mindset? Why shift your sense of who you are and what you can achieve and who you can become or who you are already that you can recognise and step into? Why bother? If we face so much systemic racism and so much baked in inequality and misogyny in our society, it can feel like pushing water up a hill. And so it really got me to thinking about my work and the work that I do with women 
and the juxtaposition really of how it feels in terms of the day-to-day client work that I see, the empowerment that I know I'm able to give to women through this podcast and through other elements of my work, through workshops, through working with organisations and so on, compared to the systemic difficulties that can feel really difficult to overcome. Now, you'll know if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time that I am not about gung-ho happyology. I am not about papering over the cracks and saying that everything is fine, even when it's not. So I 100% recognize that we need systemic change, that we need allies, we need male allies, and we need people to stand up and say no more, things need to change on so many different fronts. And I've talked in recent episodes about the pandemic and how that has even more negatively affected women than it has men. So that is absolutely unarguable for me. This needs to change. But it also gets me thinking about why mindset work is even more crucial. Mindset work alone, don't get me wrong, is not going to paper over the cracks of inequality, racism and misogyny. Mindset work is awesome. It really is, but it's not going to manage that. And we need to keep fighting those fights and standing up for ourselves and others who have quieter voices than ourselves. But mindset work is still absolutely crucial. And after the week we've had, I would argue it's even more important because let's give ourselves a huge leg up here. Let's create a brain space and a head space that is 100% working for us as women, that is allowing us to progress forward, that is enabling us to take imperfect action and to believe in ourselves. And let's give ourselves absolute lashings of radical self-kindness. I talked about radical self-kindness in the talk I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, and it really is the antidote to self-sabotage. And as women and as female business owners, when we self-sabotage, when we beat ourselves up, when we allow ourselves to play small because of things we're telling ourselves, that yes, may have been influenced by the culture we live in, by the implicit messages we have been given. But when we allow ourselves to believe that, when we repeat those stories, those tropes, those negativities to our own minds, then we are absolutely not living to our full potential. So in this case, it really is crucial that we utilize that progressive mindset that we break down those beliefs that are holding us back and that we really push forward with our work so that we can make even more impact in the world, especially when it's purpose-led work, especially when it's work that feels like it lights a fire in us, that lifts up often other women and that really allows that positive butterfly effect to keep happening for us and for future generations. It taps into something which is really at the heart of a lot of the mindset work I do with my clients, which is there is stuff in your life that is in your control. That's the internal 
side of things. That's the the way that you think, the stories you're telling yourself, the inner voice that you choose to use, the fact that you end up celebrating your wins instead of worrying and focusing on your weaknesses or your losses. That's all in our control. It's something we get to impact each and every day. But the other side of that is the world is also full of things we can't control. We can absolutely rail against inequality, that's for sure. But we can't make systemic change happen overnight or as fast as we would like. And that really brings me back to what I was saying earlier, that mindset is crucial here. It really is so important to give yourself that gift, the gift of a progressive mindset, the gift of knowing your talents, knowing your abilities, recognizing those, talking about them and believing in yourself because that will massively help you deal with the pitfalls of life. It will make you more resilient. It will make you able to recognize the good even when times are tough. And as ever, you know I'm here If you want to talk to me about how to create that mindset that is going to give you that buoyancy in troubled waters and in fantastic smooth sailing waters, then do please get in touch. As ever, the link to book a call is in the show notes, or you can just go to calendly.com forward slash Lucy Orton. I would absolutely love to talk to you about how my work can transform your mindset and in turn your purpose-led business and in turn again, the impact that that business can have in the world. Because again, I've said this before, but we need your voice. We need the voices of female entrepreneurs who have mission and drive and heart in what they're trying to achieve. And I am absolutely here for you if you would like my support in that. I will leave this podcast episode by saying, I hope you're okay. I wrote a post with words to that effect. And it was very raw in a business networking freelancer group that I am in, in the UK, a group called Doing It For The Kids, which is a lovely group for parents in business on Facebook. And I wrote this post last week saying really kind of without the normal finesses I might try and put into a social media post. It was just off the bat. And it was what I thought. And what I was saying is, I hope you guys are okay. Because The amazing women I work with, the amazing people I know are struggling with this news, with this news cycle. It feels really tough. And I hope that you're okay and that you realise that during this pandemic, you are remarkable. I saw this description and I can't remember if I've mentioned it on a previous podcast episode or not, but I saw this description saying we shouldn't call the children of the COVID times, the COVID generation. We should instead call them remarkable. And I absolutely believe that we should be looking at ourselves as purpose-led female business owners as part of that too, part of that remarkable generation. And this rushed from the heart post got hundreds of likes and comments and so much engagement by people who said, yes, thank you. I needed to hear that. So I'll leave you with that thought because you maybe needed to hear that too. I hope you have really enjoyed today's episode, even though the content has not been without heaviness, without emotion and without the challenges really reflected uh, that we are facing at the moment. Hope you have a fantastic week ahead. Take care. I am rooting for you as always. And I look forward to speaking to you next week on the Self-Sabotage to Success 
podcast. Take care and see you next week. Bye.